To be fair, if there was any time in history where it would be okay to mass spread in the train, it would be now through some pandemic. Hey guys, welcome to Sounds Like NYC, the only podcast dedicated to spotlighting New York City talent. And today, we have New York City-based photographer, Christine Jang. Hey. Hello. How's it going? Good. How I are said you? it right. I didn't have to ask how to pronounce anything. Good for you. Yeah. You're learning. You're learning. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, would you, just, would you just like to tell us a bit about yourself, how you ended up in the city, where you're from originally, all that, you know, goodness? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I grew up in a farm town called Flemington, New Jersey. Population, 2,000 people. Wow. And then we got a Panera Bread, and then it started popping. So. 2002 people. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, the Panera Bread employees. employees. <laughs> <laughs> the manager and the one employee. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I moved to Philly for school. I actually studied economics and math, so nothing oh. creative at all. But I had always known that I like really liked art. But mm-hmm. when I was in school studying, just like the pressure of school totally like squeezed that out of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after school, I worked in consulting for a little bit, and that's when I moved to New York. And I'd always just, like, I think something about growing up in a farm town, when you have a lot of interests, you just feel like where you should go naturally is the city. So mm-hmm. it wasn't a question that I would move to New York. Um, and also at the time, I always thought that I would be working in what I'm working for my full-time job now, which is just working in tech. Mm-hmm. So right after school, I went to consulting, worked a few tech jobs, um, and then I think it was my third job in three years that I was like, I really don't like this. And I <laughs> don't want to go to an office. I want to try something more creative. And this is around the same time when I found photography. Um, the reason why I started doing photography actually is because my best friend, she knew that I really liked drawing, but she could see that I would never finish a drawing because it takes so long. Mm-hmm. So she was like, Christine, just buy a damn camera and if you hate it I'll return it for you so that's how I started photography wow pretty interesting yeah so, so that was like, about three years ago okay so it's just like oh so, I mean same for me actually yeah I started doing photography around three years ago oh, as really? well yeah okay, but cool. you but you're you you are already way better than me so <laughs> thank you congrats on that no, yeah thanks. yeah but uh yeah that's really so like for you I guess it was just like photography was just like a easier more instant creative outlet Exactly. Rather than drawing, right? Yeah, and at first it was just like instantly gratifying. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a trip to Japan planned in the beginning of 2019, and mm-hmm. so that's when I decided to just get a nice camera. And I brought the camera. Question. Biggest mistake you could ever no, make. No, shut in this up. Podcast. Wait, no, why? No, no, let her talk. Let her talk. No, no, tell me why. Let her talk. As soon as you mentioned, no, as soon as I anybody wasn't mentions Japan, Japan or camera, yeah. Japan, Japan, because I lived over there. Stop actually, talking about so Japan. Oh, let's no, do it. Let's not, do it. No, okay, no, I'm but let's interview like, you about Japan right now. Oh my, <laughs> let's okay. Let's like finish, finish the, finish the sentence you we were like saying. And yeah, let's do it. You're in the middle, anyways. Yeah, uh, yeah. pretty much. Well, this is because he didn't want. Us. That's a whole other issue. But like, anyway. But like, this yeah. This office so is small. We'll first we'll of all, yeah. this office this. is small. It's yeah. not big enough for you know. You know what I was hoping it would look like, sort what? of, kind of. What? In a way, is like, fucking like just a like a Daily Show type thing. Like oh yeah, because I because I should technically be more like. That's what I'm this saying. Way, so I don't know yeah. why the fuck you're over there. Uh, yeah, Jesus, I'm sorry. It feels like you're the star of the show when you're not. <laughs> well, I'm it's obviously star, me. So you should do anyway. that thing when you have like the person walk out, you know, and then the audience clap. Yeah, well, we do have that. We have, like, a, we have a clap track. Yeah, like, that's just, yeah, yeah, just like one of them. We don't know, you know which one funny? it is. <laughs> There's eight different things like already in that machine, and machine. we've never used it. Yeah, because we don't. It's called a machine. No, it's, that it's is. Well, it is. Is it not a machine? I guess soundboard? so, technically. I feel like it's a soundboard. Yeah, soundboard, uh, interface, whatever. We are getting sidetracked. Oh, my God. We're supposed to be... This is about her, not us. Like we were talking about beforehand, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> it's just sort of like... We're talking about Japan. That's the no, way. no, because I wanted to... Okay, first, just okay, like let's finish... Let's talk about Japan. Let's no. not talk about Japan. <laughs> no, we could talk about that, but How like, long did you live in Japan for? Uh, 2018 to 2019. So about a oh, year, year oh, and a half is... Like, oh, yeah, I was yeah. there at the same time as you. Oh. Yeah, you guys probably saw each well, other. No, yeah. Huh? Japan You're probably, probably in my pictures. Maybe, yeah. Yo, but, imagine how crazy that'd be. <laughs> oh. Well, like, because I was, like, in, like, southern Japan or, like, western Japan. So, like, where is that? Uh, do you know where F- F- Fukuoka is? 
No, I wasn't. I didn't go there. No, uh, yeah, like you probably. No, it's not countryside, but it's just like Southwest Japan. So like, people really don't know about it because you know Tokyo, Osaka, those yeah. places really get like all the hype and stuff like That's that. That's super cool. Yeah, but I was in like, uh, I was in like you know Tokyo for like two weeks or something like that. Why did you go like a to trip wherever you went? Oh, just because my school. Oh my God, this is not this is this is not about to turn into interview me. Okay, I feel it's like, happening. I feel like with us doing this, maybe he'll shut up about Japan. No, because I wasn't. I was gonna be reasonable. And like maybe talk about it a bit. You're the one assuming <laughs> whatever. Yeah, but he didn't even say anything. Yeah, I didn't even say, I wasn't even gonna say well, listen, anything. I would rather be the one who starts it so I can stop it. Because I feel like if he starts it, well, I'm trying to stop it now, and, and like you're just like egging me on. <laughs> so um no, so I was Japan. Uh, so Japan. Tell me about Japan. <laughs> what does this turn into? <laughs> Japan's great, beautiful country. Um uh, does have a you know, it's a fair share of problems, but ten out of ten would go again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but okay. anyway, getting back on topic, we could talk about Japan. I feel like we're going to talk about it again so eventually, so but, yeah. like, <laughs> with you and photography, with it being kind of, like, a more, you know, uh, <laughs> like a more, you know, immediate kind of, At like, creative outlet. At first, it just outlet. felt like a shortcut. Yeah. It just felt like a shortcut, because, like... When you're painting, you spend a lot of time laying out what the picture looks like mm-hmm. at first. Like, you draw in pencil, you draw in, um, like, brown. If you're po- painting, you draw in brown first, and then you paint over it. Mm-hmm. And that in itself takes so long. Mm-hmm. With photography, I mean, you have, like, one second. And the groundwork is already there. And then if you want to edit, that, like, is what's doing the whole bringing the colors out of mm-hmm. it. So, yeah, at first I was just, like, amazed. I was like, this is so quick and I think I also had some natural intuition there already Mm -hmm. because I had spent so much time looking at fashion magazines and drawing and painting so like composition and lighting were things that weren't super technical to me they were just based on feeling and I think that that really helped yeah okay I see yeah because like do you think that kind of just like I guess like your sixth sense coming from you know just like generally you know being kind of like a you know, drawing and stuff like that. Like, do you think that has affected the way you, like, compose shots and vice versa? Oh, yeah, Maybe. 100%. Yeah. I actually was telling my a friend the other day about how I'm, like, putting out... I had put up photographs in my apartment. I printed out the photographs, mm-hmm. and I kept calling them paintings for some reason because I think also the wow, way so I edit yeah. also makes it look kind of like a painting, mm-hmm. and I honestly don't know why that happens. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. people tell me that that's the case, and I, I don't know what I'm technically doing yeah. that makes it look like a painting. Yeah. I think it's the compo- the combination of lighting and then the coloring. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Give me your uh, Lightroom presets, please. Well, I will send them all to you. Yeah. Steal yeah. her ideas. Yeah, exactly. Just make a fake page. <laughs> make a fan page. I would yeah. be honored. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Why do you think though? Like, just generally speaking, like, why do you think more people are like inclined to hang like paintings than they are like a good photograph? That's a really good question. Well, that's a big assumption because I feel like it just depends on the person. No, but like, think about it. Like, I, I agree. You know I think I mean? like, the only photo- the only photographs that people more. just usually hang are just like family portraits or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. You know why? I actually think that, I mean, I'm kind of thinking about this on the spot, but photographs are, they can be very literal. Mm. Like, right now I have pictures in my apartment, right? And those people are like, they're like actually, they're actual people. Right. Um, where I feel like paintings have more room for interpretation. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm. people who hang paintings in their apartment, a lot of it is like impressionistic. It's yeah. not like super realistic paintings. Mm-hmm. It's something that is like a little bit softer, mm-hmm. um, which I think is maybe easier on the eye in a, in a home. Mm-hmm. Whereas photography, like street photography, is like can be really harsh mm-hmm. and, and kind of like blunt. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Oh, okay, I see. Do you think it's easier to just call that furniture? To call what furniture? Like paintings. Yeah. No, like no, 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 because it's not, u- it's not useful. Like, it's not functional. Because, like, like, no, well, think about it. Like, in a motel, right? Like, you never see, like, a photograph of, like, the fucking, I don't know what you mean, photograph. Like, <laughs> the hotel room, in the hotel room. But, like, you always, like, you know, like, there's a, there's a genre of paintings, like, just motel paintings. Oh, is yeah, there? Well, I think um, photographs, like, whenever I see photographs hung up, they're always, like, landscapes. Uh-huh. You know, like, mm-hmm. things that are a little bit more abstract. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I feel like it would be, it's a little weird to have, like, photographs of, like, actual people. Because yeah. they're, like, yeah. real... You know, yeah. Um, so I don't know, but I don't call it. Fur- I wouldn't call it furniture because it's not like I think of furniture as something you actually like sit on and functionally mm-hmm. use. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. what about like a, a shelf? You can't sit on a shelf. But you use yeah, but it's it functional. Oh. You use it for books. Like you put something on it. You know, 
Yeah. Okay. So, like, for you, so, you know, we've both been just, like, doing this for about three years and stuff like that. What was kind of, like, the learning curve? I thought curve? you said it wasn't about you. <laughs> just sprinkle it in. Sprinkle it in. Japan. So, Japan. No, what? <laughs> so Japan. What, what was the uh, learning curve for you going in? Like, were you, like, super intimidated? Like, what was that, like, first couple yeah. of months or weeks, you know, before you felt like you got to really take a good picture? Yeah. Or you just, can brag like, about based it. Off of, exactly, yeah. So what was, <laughs> no, like, the really learning process for you for that? I remember when I first started, I was very, I mean, obviously really excited because I thought I was getting good really fast. Mm-hmm. Like, I they call it that, what, the uh, something Durger effect? Where, oh, like, really? you, like, a, yeah. what, like a J-curve, you're saying? No, or no, like opposite? No, it's like, like this. Yeah, oh, no, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like no, logs? So it's, yes. so it's kind of like this thing where, like, like an opposite log. For the people at home, no. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like this thing where, like, people like who, like, aren't really good at something think they're, like, the best, mm-hmm. and then vice versa. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like an experience. Dunning-Kruger? Yeah, 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 the Dunning Kruger effect. Yeah. So I guess you were, like, in full Dunning Kruger. It was an art thing. I thought it was like no, it's just, it's, it's, so it's just like a skill based yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. thing in general yeah 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 um yeah i think at first because it was like such a direct translation from like drawing slash painting to something that was so instant i was mm-hmm. just really excited about the quickness of yeah it. and then editing as well like presets in lightroom they make everything pretty instantly gratifying especially in like a very instagrammy way mm-hmm. where like colors really pop and the contrast is really high and um, so yeah, at first I was, I remember I was like just every day thinking about it, just like super excited. Cause I just felt like I had revealed this like part of me that was squashed in school, which mm-hmm. was, um, an artistic drive for expression. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting cause in school, whenever friends would see that I drew, they'd be like, Oh, that's so weird that you draw. Like I would never think you draw. I think you just do math. And then the friends I meet recently, there's a lot of, really there's like a lot of, really there's like a that. lot of connotations. And then after graduation, when I met people through photography, they assumed that that was my full-time job. And yeah. then they were like, Oh wait, you work on math stuff. Like that's really confusing. So mm-hmm. anyways, it was just interesting to see this like other part of my identity be, born I think mm-hmm. um, and so at first I was just excited about all of that mm-hmm. and then to be honest over the last year I think just being at home and like being locked up the inspiration has definitely like waned mm-hmm. and I think a lot of the learning it's getting harder and harder to mm-hmm. like surpass what I'm already able to do mm-hmm. for me like the big step left is to I think really learn Photoshop and um, yeah just get more practice but yeah. after a bunch of times like you get tired of it and mm-hmm. you just need like a break sometimes and for me that break was a long time it yeah. ended up being like most of the pandemic yeah so. oh okay i see yeah because for me i mean personally it was just a matter of shut up david for, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm just trying to relate to her that's how that's how that's how humans no, I like human it. beings work like david it. we relate to each other uh, through our own know, experiences buddy. for someone who always says that i, I know have you, a, for someone you who always says that i have kind of sound a like a lizard ego. person david someone huh? are you says that huh? I where's have zuck david where's zuck david uh, where do, where's he <laughs> but Contrasted with your, (laughs) (laughs) but like compared to to to, you know kind of like your experience, like from the offset, I kind of had people around me Mm. who 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 you know knew how to like take photography. Who, who knew how to take pictures. So for me, I was just kind of like incubated where I had people giving me feedback about what not to do, what to do. So for me, like I was able to grow quickly into just being competent mm-hmm. through like, you know, just having people around me. But mm-hmm. for you, it seemed like you were just like isolated and that that's the way you kind of like developed your Yeah, you know, it was very style. individual mm-hmm. for a long time. And it still kind of is. Mm-hmm. Like I... Um, have tried, I think, to make it more of a group thing, you know, like going to photo meetups and stuff like that. But I don't know. It's, it's, I think it's part of me that is, um, like kind of protected from like the outside world Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm fine with that. But there are times when I, I do think it would be really nice to have other people who like really enjoy photography and are willing to have some kind of consistency and have like learning groups and workshops yeah. and like talk Yo, that'd about be so work. cool because I was a part of that for, for, for like a bit before uh, before I studied abroad. Um, but like, yeah, it'd be really cool. Where'd just you study like, abroad? It'd be really cool just like getting together with like people because I've been missing that, especially like yeah, in the summer exactly. when it's just like the best time of the year to like yeah. go around 
on Explorer City. That's actually, yeah. I was thinking about starting something like that soon, Let's where we have people like, what about like walking tours park or yeah. like on a rooftop or something like that. Hey, we got a rooftop. Yeah, you could we use have, a rooftop. We have like this much of a rooftop. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, still, still, still rooftop though. It's an intimate workshop. Exactly, yeah. intimate, yeah. What kind of photography do you do? Um, so I do anything I like have like you know interest in so for me it's just like if i like it i take a picture of it essentially so i'm not like oh, okay. really, like but really, do you like, take your camera around with you everywhere like where you go <laughs> my camera i he take that camera, camera yeah <laughs> around so it's like kind of along street photography right yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly yeah 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 but uh like, like speaking of like touching base on that like how does a photographer touch. sort of like you know realize what narrative they want to speak with their art yeah because yeah. like what narrative do you want to paint uh with your uh pictures yeah nice analogy you're welcome um it's all time to get there that was my one good idea for the day thank you <laughs> i think right now where i'm at and like where it has been is creating stories with a character mm. but when i go into like a shoot i don't actually have an idea of what that story will be it kind of comes together when i see the person against the the setting and the lighting and then we structure it so that all of a sudden it becomes a person mm-hmm. um i'm trying to think of how to explain this but something that i do when i like prepare for a shoot is all location scout right so like mm-hmm. i'll walk around the city find cool backdrops and i'll imagine like what kind of person would suit that kind of background mm-hmm. so for example in union square there's like this really crazy gold gate outside of the salvation army Which and one? It's on 14th oh, Street. Oh, yeah, the Salvation Army on 14th Street near the Guitar Center. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, like just like across the subway. Goodwill? No. Goodwill. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's I, Goodwill. I, yeah, it's, it's like close to the Goodwill. There's yeah. a Salvation Army next to the Goodwill? Yeah, they're like, like across the street. Because hmm. it's... Interesting. It's basically not... Like, like if you don't know it's there, like, you just, like, exactly. pass, mm. pass by it. I think it's, it, like, yeah. it's not like a normal Salvation Army. No. It's not mm. like the actual store. It's almost like a church, yeah. I think it's, like, their original, it's, like, center. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's, like, a massive gold gate there that looks like... I mean, to me, it looked like the gates to heaven. So yeah. I was like, let me find someone who can, like, look like angels. So then... Yeah. I went and found, like, dancers who <laughs> I thought could, like, do make that happen. Yeah. Um, so that's what it's been so far, I think, just, like, practicing coming up with an idea and then finding people and backgrounds that will make that come together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think that comes from your kind of, like, experience with, like, drawing, knowing that you have to, like, set a setting, so kind of, like, the pre-production, essentially, the pre-planning? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's an interesting way. Oh, okay. I like that, David. Good analogy. <laughs> that was my good idea for you, the day. You better trademark that you know before what? I steal it. Maybe I should yeah. start a podcast. Maybe you should. Yeah. Sounds like a good idea. <laughs> yeah, but like, do you think you know you kind of get that like workflow from like you know coming from you know drawing and stuff like that where you yeah. kind of have to, like lay out a plan I before you start? The thing that helped helps the most now is the fact that when I was young, I would just spend hours looking through fashion magazines, mm-hmm. and I would just. I just really love fashion, and I would, like, spend a lot of time drawing dresses. Mm-hmm. But because I was drawing dresses, I also drew, like, the people wearing those dresses. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps a lot with posing. Yeah. Because something I find interesting with portrait photography is I don't think people really know... They don't put a lot of time in learning how to pose the model. Yeah. Because they assume that the model should know everything. Yeah. The model isn't seeing the lighting that you're seeing and the setting that you're mm-hmm. seeing. So a lot of... Um, guy photographers actually they ask me how you know i pose the models and Mm -hmm. i think that like looking at fashion photography or fashion magazines when i was little like really really helped in terms of like the way that your limbs should be that looks good yeah wow that's really cool because like you know it's funny like my 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 girlfriend she has like his own her own yes we get it you have a girlfriend okay david it's called Mm -hmm. looks like nyc Uh big brain move Uh, a fashion yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. podcast yeah Yeah. so like i've always heard other podcasts you got (laughs) got to plug 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 like i've always heard like this like thing when it comes to like photography like in fashion or like with models like the thing of like the male gaze and like how it's like in portraits and in like just like fashion photography so like you think that's why they they come to you for like advice? Like like do you just have like a different perspective? The male gaze as being what? Like, it's kind of being like embedded into kind of like fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, as in saying like there's a lot of male photographers in fashion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There yeah. is. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting because like I shot some events for New York Fashion Week like a few years ago, Ooh. and it was all males. It was like all older males and. 
I don't know. It was really weird. And I remember like being on the street outside where New York Fashion Week happens, where all the models walk in, mm -hmm. and it was all these guys, like fifty-year-old guys, like chasing after these like eighteen-year-old models because they all trying to get the pervy. street. It is. It is it's super weird. And then I noticed that because I was like also in that crowd, the girls would always like look at me and oh. they would like smile towards me. Friend. Yeah. <laughs> Help me. Because they were just like you know there was like a whole throng of people and I was kind of just there on the side and like this other female photographer they would always kind of like point their bodies towards us mm -hmm. um so that's really cool i think I yeah i don't know why there are so many i mean You're like i could make a couple of assumptions yeah. Yeah. yeah but i don't know i also noticed that a lot of i mean not just like super generalized but a lot of male photographers do street and landscape mm -hmm. and a lot of female photographers at least like on the social media scene do mm -hmm. portraits mm -hmm. and i think it has something to do with like how different genders like really yeah the yeah 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 that's ah, yeah that's really cool we gotta do a little break i mean yeah no i was just getting into that david come on you can't yeah i that's read like, your mind that's like in like a I'm tv a show reader. them just like suddenly saying we'll be oh back. guys we'll be right back yeah right back after the break after the break god david you can't be so this content can't is be so crass, crass david why not finesse it no finesse anyway guys so i think now would be a good time to kind of you know show our YouTube audience and Instagram audience, you know, kind of just like some of your favorite, you know, um, portraits or just like and photography. The people who are listening, taken. sorry guys. Yeah, sorry guys. You guys you have to imagine. Subscribe it. to our YouTube channel now if you want to see what's going on. Haha. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Plugs. are there like like do you give names to your uh, photography? Oh, like do or? I title them? Yeah, do, yeah. Do you title kind them? Kind of like in the caption, but because I don't write like super long captions. <laughs> it's okay. We'll just use the audio of this part. While we, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wait, what? What? what line because was they it? just like shut off. Line? No, both oh. of them. Because like they just like shut off yeah. once, like, time? Yeah, yeah, just like mm -hmm. if, if you're not like walking like, or like moving. Because it's like Is a, it a sensor thing. Yeah, because yeah, it it, it, it's a green dust. So, like they try to be as like green as possible. Yeah, you know exactly. What I mean? Yeah. Okay. But so, now, I, and I'm surprised that this thing is still going on. Like the AC usually turns off at like five. Yeah. But the lighting still looks good. Like I can. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, good thing I set up that light. Good thing it charged. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, let's just like talk about. Um, you well, know, you do have to cut it, or else the yeah, no, thing's gonna yeah. Happen. So I guess um, you could just tell us, just like right now, a, a couple of you know, port, um, a couple of photos that you have that you want, okay. you know, that you want our audience to see. Cool. Yeah. Okay, let me think. The one that I was telling you guys about, about um, the one in Union Square. Oh, it's back. Oh, because you walked. Yeah. Yeah, the one in Union Square where I have two dancers standing in front of the gate, I think, is one of my favorites, and that's because their pose is super unique, which. I w did not come up with that pose. They were. It was also just really cool to see them kind of, um, I guess, like brainstorm with each other. Like they were just kind of like moving around, and then they figured out this cool pose where the girl is on the guy's. They're back to back, but mm. vertical, and so she has her legs crossed, pointing to the sky, and mm -hmm. they just look like human origami. Like you can't even tell that they're That's people. Um, so that one, and then. There's also another photograph of um, a model named Celia. She, we've worked together a bunch of times, and she, uh, there's a picture of her in Greenpoint, and it's on a tennis court where the whole background is blue, and she just has very, like, white, pale, glowing skin, and mm. it looks... It's one of my favorite photographs because it's actually really hard to make more with less. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of photography has, like, a bunch of shit in it. Yeah. And it's, like, super cluttered, like, super high contrast, like, I don't know, just too much. Mm -hmm. It's actually really hard, I think, to do something with nothing, like, to have less. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that photograph did a good job of, like, capturing her elegance mm -hmm. with just the blue tennis court and just her. That's so cool, yeah. So, like, are those the, are those the only two? Or the, just, just, like, round us out with, like, a third? Yeah, the yeah. top three. Um, three. Another yeah. one is with a just dancer named too. Grace. Mm -hmm. And it's a picture of her in Central Park. And the background is, it just looks magical. Like, because of the lighting in Central Park that day, it looks super mystical. Like, the background is, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's, like, for, forestry? Forest? You know? And yeah, yeah, foresty. Yeah, foresty. Yeah. Forest-like. Like Forest-like, yeah. It looks like, okay, I don't know if you, this, I don't know if you guys will know this, this is super random, but Thomas Kincaid, do you know who that is? No. Not a, a clue. Is a painter who used to paint these, like, 
really magical looking nightlights. Like they're really um, popular in the countryside. Like mm. all the like I don't know families in the countryside have these little like Ameri- all American like nightlights that mm. have tiny little paintings on them. Interesting. And it looks like that. Um, mm. And Grace is she she's also a dancer, so she's also posing like very elegantly, and she just looks like it's it looks like something from like the nineteen. 30s or something like that oh really cool. cool awesome well i can't wait well i guess they're already seeing these we're as seeing we, them right now yes as we speak yes no editing to speak of this there won't be a break <laughs> editing break in a second it just happens yeah magically <laughs> what? i just coast through life knowing a little bit of everything but then when anyone asked me like in-depth questions i didn't know nothing about it. i was like i don't fucking know <laughs> Then why That's do you do kind of an art in itself. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a skill. I think for yeah. sure, it's a good I, life I, skill. I, to I have. get by through life just being like, sort of like, just you know, funny, charismatic. I yeah. think you know what I mean. <laughs> charismatic. Uh. No, but like, I don't <laughs> it's know. Good, it's a good skill to have. It, yeah. I'm just, I'm just constantly selling myself. I guess. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a great. I mean, because you're like a sales house guy, right? Broker. No. No, Maybe. real estate agent. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, like so you gotta sell yourself. I feel dirty. Right. <laughs> but hey, well, this guy I, got me my new house. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, that's well, it's not good my then, house, right? it's my mom's house. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, like, as soon like, I don't tell any artists this, like, because mm-hmm. as soon as you tell someone, like, oh, you know, what are you like? Oh, you know, I'm a broker in New York City. And like, you fucking. Wait, are you saying that's because of brokers in general or because it's not a creative job? Uh, just brokers in general. Like, Talking to the mic. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't. I don't well, think. I mean, especially in New York, I think yeah, brokers I mean, have a certain kind of stigma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I honestly they all look like this. Honestly, no, no. Like honestly, like <laughs> working with them, like I completely get it. Like I hate them too. Mm-hmm. But no, what are you gonna do? Uh, become the best broker. Yeah, become change the stereotype. The nicest, most transparent, yeah. honest broker. Yeah. Be the change you want to see in the world. In the but broker world. That's too hard. <laughs> <laughs> Being better I'd is rather, too hard. I'd rather just see the change. Like, hey. <laughs> but hey, guys, welcome back to this episode of Sounds Like NYC. Uh, we just finished uh, our looking at a few of your favorite, you know, um, hey, pictures. Hey, 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 hey. Why are we looking at things on a podcast? Because there's about a video aspect to it, David. Like NYC. That's that's a that's a branding issue that we're probably have to fix <laughs> later, David. Sounds Never now. And looks like. Yeah. yeah. No, but then your girlfriend has looks like. So what are we supposed Sounds to do? Sounds and looks like. Funny enough, oh. I kind of, sort of, almost want to make like a candle company that's called Smells Like NYC with just like the most no, you disgusting no. smelling. That's actually like, a great idea. But now that you said it, like we have to big what would it be besides like the s- subway? Just like pee. Oh, subway, hot trash. Uh, homeless people. Mm. Um, garbage. Bars. Uh, bars. Well, bars don't uh, necessarily smell bad. I mean, it would just be like, like vodka and spilled tequila. Yeah. Mm. I, I actually wouldn't mind that. Depression. <laughs> Depression. <laughs> Anxiety. Yeah, pretty much. Those would be top sellers, I guess. No. Yeah. Not having enough money. Million dollars. Not having enough money. Yeah. <laughs> the smell of like burnt, like and one, the like the dollar bills. Is that it costs as much as your rent? Yeah. <laughs> so you have to tell me how much your rent is, and then that's how much that candle is. Then who oh, would buy it? Oh, and food trucks. Yeah. Oh, that's not I'm bad. good at this. Maybe yeah. we should start this collab. Yeah, maybe, well, right? candle collab. Well, now yeah, maybe that... you scout around New York City. Tell me about the to... smells, oh, okay. and we'll try to make them into a candle. Yeah, and that'll be smells like New York, New York City. <laughs> well, now the idea is out there for anybody to take. No David, dumb, no one's dumb enough to do the things that I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. Like I have oh these ideas, God. and like I, I say them, and they're out in the world, and people are like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah. And then I do them. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I should have done that." Like, yeah. Oh, uh, you, you are, a, you are, you are David. That's all I have to say about this. <laughs> but anyway, uh, let's get back on track because I'm sorry. We've been very distracted <laughs> with lots of things on this podcast. But like, um, I guess, okay, first, I guess since, since you want to talk about it so bad, uh, what was it like, you know, taking photography in Japan? Like, were you just there? Like, yeah. So what was it like taking pictures in Japan? I was Japan? just doing street photography there so this is when i first started photography i didn't really know what i was doing mm. i just knew i had a really expensive camera and i should use it so yeah, I was we should just, talk about your gear after totally yeah yeah i was just me. walking around 
um, like Tokyo, Kyoto, mm. Osaka, mm. and obviously you know this. Like Japan is mm. like insanely beautiful. Yeah. Like it looks nothing like the United States. Yeah. Everything there looks like it's straight out of like a fairy tale. Yeah. So every picture I was taking just like looked good because of <laughs> unfair advantage. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got back to New York and I was like, oh shit, that was just like, it wasn't me. It was Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we went during cherry blossom season, oh, so okay, like there yeah. was just like pink trees everywhere, like women wearing all the kimonos and mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, most of them were like Chinese wannabe tourists, but <laughs> I discovered this later. They weren't real geishas, but yeah. it looked it made for like super nice pictures, like mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah, so that was fun. Um, I don't think at the at the time I didn't have any photo shoots like scheduled because mm-hmm. I was just starting out. But now mm-hmm. if I go back to Japan, I would definitely like try to scout people there. Yeah, I mean, there's like so many different places. Badger book. Me and my friends. No, there's like so many places. Do you just like? Yeah, ever, like, yeah. I mean, with street photography, you ask all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, can I take a picture? Like, but. You? No, I mean, no, a lot of people don't, but yeah. it depends on, like, what you're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, when I went to Afropunk, um, you know, the music festival? Yeah. Mm. There, like, everyone was, like, super dressed up, and they all wanted their picture taken. So yeah. I was like, can I take your picture? But a lot of street photographers don't. I guess it depends on, like, what you're actually going mm-hmm. for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I guess um, transitioning from Japan, because most camera manufacturers are Japanese, yeah, so let's true. kind of, like, talk about, you know, your gear. My like, gear isn't too... Well, yeah. I wouldn't say it's not not fancy. I would say it's not not fancy. So I have a Canon 5D Mark IV. Okay, yeah. So the body Close itself is, like, pretty... It, it's, like, let's just say it, it was kind of... I think it's um, maybe in the middle tier yeah. range mm-hmm. of professional cameras. Um, it's pretty big, so mm. it makes street photography really hard because yeah. it's like, so obvious. And I use a 50 millimeter 1.8 lens. Oh, uh, you ain't no 50 nif- nifty 50? Nifty 50, yeah. yeah. So that's a nifty 50 that my friend Brenda told me to get because she's also a photographer. And mm. she was like, this is like the lens that the only lens you'll need like, when you're starting. This is what Peter McKinnon told me to get, so okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is what YouTube told me. This is what YouTube told me to get. It's pretty cheap. It's like $100, yeah. you know, and it's yeah. a great yeah. lens. Yeah. Like, what do you think, like, someone who just like, wants to like, just try it out, like, what, yeah. what would like, be the gear they should get? So I don't know anything about gear at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know how my camera works. I just know that there's three numbers, and I should like change the numbers yeah. to make something look good. <laughs> That's all essentially you need to know, yeah. There's numbers on the camera, so it's shutter speed, aperture, and ISO. ISO. I've tried to teach him this stuff multiple times, and I don't think he's getting it. Is anyone out the other? I don't yeah, exactly. Well, you yeah. don't really need to know. You just need Well, to like, know ex- explain it to us. Explain I don't even it. know them. So, well, I, mean, oh, yeah. I kind of know them. Like shutter that's like, speed. That's like the most basic explanation you could get yeah, to get a point. So shutter speed is like how quickly your your camera will click. Mm-hmm. So if you're, it's most useful for your if you're trying to capture motion or still. Like if you want some of that blur, then your shutter speed should be slower. Mm-hmm. So your camera should blink slower. Mm-hmm. If you like want it to be crisp, your shutter speed should be higher, which means. Okay. Well, I don't know if fractions. it's higher or lower. Yeah, like yeah, fractions. fractions. Higher oh. fractions. Ah. So a smaller value, so it'll blink very, very fast. Oh. Like, think of it as, like, an eye blinking. Gotcha. Exactly. That was a great Versus. demo. <laughs> oh, you, what are you... David, you're a married man. Come on. I'm talking to you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a slow, like, accidental blink. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, and then aperture is like <laughs> she's gonna murder me. <laughs> we can edit it. <laughs> you know when the background is like really blurry, yeah. Like that, that effect that they call bokeh, right? Aperture yeah. is like when you lower the aperture, a lower value means that it'll be more blurry in the background. Yeah. And then ISO, I think, is like for it's like just general lightness. So yeah. if it's at the nighttime, mm-hmm. if you turn your aperture up, it'll make it so that the picture is overall brighter. Yeah, but on the uh, trade off, on the trade off of it being more. Grainy. Grainy and yeah. digital noise and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So for me, because I think part of my general style is like having that really soft background, which mm-hmm. actually now I think contributes to the whole like painting feel of mm-hmm. it. I keep those things like pretty consistent and then I just change the shutter speed. To oh, okay, yeah. For the other two. Yeah. And I that's just, all you really need all to. I, know. I just yeah, put I mean, it on automatic and hope for the best. No, that's the worst thing you could do. Um, I mean, it's Camera not the worst, but best. still. No, it doesn't. Camera knows best. <laughs> but like, I mean, they put it. I mean, but like, it's like, it's like, it's like really cool. Like, you've had all this success and not to like 
separate you or anything like that. But you, <laughs> yeah, like, without knowing. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, how to find the, the entrance of how this building? How dare you? <laughs> no, 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 yeah, totally. No, because like you know, people can get, and this is coming from you know me, me, and like the music world. Like you know, gear. You know, people get caught up in like all this yeah. gear discussions and stuff like that. But really, the most important thing is knowing how to use what you have. Yeah. And if you know how to use it well, if you know the fundamentals, if you know the basics, you're gonna get better results than people who have all the gear but don't really know how to use yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's, so, I've, again, I feel like it's really cool because that just inspires me, you know, having the equipment that I have, which would technically be um, less nice than what you have. But, again, you're doing your thing with, with your, like, basic knowledge and that isn't mm. to say that you won't grow and you won't, yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, start it's to like advance. <laughs> but, uh... With, like, with music, right? Like, you know, like, how that like uh, the running joke is like you know jazz musicians in New York City are like just assholes. Yeah. Like is there Hi, anything? Lexi. Is there anything like Hi, that with, like, in like oh, the photography community? Oh, talking about photographers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I wouldn't really know. Like I, I feel like I like generalizing things. It makes it a lot simple, simpler for my. Damn, that's, that's a terrible <laughs> thing. <laughs> that's Let's terrible. stereotype so, every yeah. type of creator. No, yeah. like, no, every type like, of person. I feel like. Just generally speaking, like musicians are a lot more outgoing, just because like the nature of their art, and like yeah. I, I feel like that's sort of like why they were brought into like pursuing that sort of path. Yeah, I feel like there's also a performance yeah, aspect exactly. of it. I think actually the probably the stereotype of photography is that it's really like introverted people. Yeah, that's what I'm I mean, saying. it's people who like like to be a fly creepers, on the wall, but no. not yeah. really. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm just joking. Wait, actually, that's not false though. Because yeah. I have like a very voyeuristic tendency. Like yeah. I like like hearing about other people's lives. Like seeing like He's I love people watching. You yeah. know, like we'll just go to the park and people watch. I mean, yeah. people watching is basically street photography. Free TV. Yeah. Without the actual click. With your eyes. Free yeah. TV. Yeah, exactly. Free TV. <laughs> Without the damage to your eyes. So yeah. I think that's maybe the only other thing. I don't know. The stereotype I don't have the stereotypes that I've heard that much. Um the I actually really respect like there's a group of like New York street photographers mm-hmm. that I follow and I just really admire the fact that they are like out there all the time mm-hmm. shooting for hours and hours and hours. Like sometimes I'm like, how did they get the shot? And I realized through the behind the scenes that they've sat in that spot for hours, like mm, waiting for crazy. that. I mean, it's sort of crazy. Like how like a good photography is just a good photograph. It's just like very, very intentional. Mm-hmm. And like, you just wouldn't really like think of that. Like just mm-hmm. looking at it like a fucking picture. That brings up a very good point. Like, I mean, you, I like you, like you haven't been doing this for like a long time but just from like your experience like what is your opinion about kind of just like how like social media instagram has like affected photography in the way that photographers themselves you know kind of like present their art or even take pictures yeah. like do you think it's like a good thing or it's like a bad the thing like everybody's yeah, yeah like what do you think of, yeah, yeah tell me about that kind of like totally the nuance agree. of like social media and photography from what you've seen and and you know experience is that a term it should be fast foodification trade market good ideas today yeah it's just made the photography that we see on a daily basis like in our normal lives for people who are not really in art school and like super into the like photography world Mm -hmm. it's made it that the photography that we see i think is actually really cheap and kind Mm -hmm. of like yo she's calling all you guys out yeah like yeah 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 everything like i said before like the colors are just like super high contrast Mm. to me it feels like junk food like Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um but I also do that. Like, I also have super high contrast. So you're part of the problem is what you're saying. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and if you look at the social media pages of, like, real photographers, like, uh-huh. I guess, like, who I would say, like, people who work in the industry who are, like, fashion photographers printed in Vogue and magazines, mm-hmm. um, you'll see that oftentimes they don't have a ton of followers. They don't even really post their photographs. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not the playing field where they care to, right. like, show I mean, they're, like, a completely different plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're yeah. getting paid. People are just getting views. Yeah. yeah Big exactly. difference. Yeah. Exactly. At the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, social media has really, I mean, it's brought as good, it's brought as bad. But I definitely, like at this point, because even with the condition of just like, like psychology of per- people. Yeah. You know? Just like. Don't try to yeah, sound smarter no, no, than who you are, buddy. Don't embarrass yourself no, right I'm, now. I'm stupid. <laughs> no, but like, the thing is, like, I, I just feel like, you know, 
artists in general just try to cater to like what's just like the quickest way to catch somebody's attention? Well, those are like pop artists because there's like plenty of artists and musicians and whatnot who are just going their own way. But yeah, I mean, if you want the most followers, if you want the money, I guess, mm -hmm. like you appeal to the masses. Mm -hmm, but like, exactly. but. So, following into a next question that I have, because, I mean, we talked a bit about kind of, like, what you want to do with your, you know, photography and stuff like mm -hmm. that, but, um, because David made some notes about this in, in, in your pre-interview, yeah, yeah. but he was, because but one of the things... as off the cuff as it is, like, there is, you know... You do your homework. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, I was so... Um, like, you think you this is bad? Imagine I did it for my own pro. <laughs> so, like, you guys were talking about um, kind of, like, how you want to kind of, like, you know, paint narratives and the sort, but specifically with, like, you know, persons of colors. I, yeah, for yeah. I forget specifically what it was, but do you mind yeah, just, like, totally. expanding on kind of, like, your, like, artist... What's it called? Your, like, uh, mission, mission statement, I guess? I guess mission is maybe more committed than I than you are than not just because I know that I've been in kind of a lull and I'm like coming back into it yeah. and so I'm still figuring out I guess with this new phase of like photography so you're saying is that because of us you will have a renaissance exactly. and that 20 25% of your revenue goes to us thinking, I was thinking 30 <laughs> I feel like 30 is fine yeah. Yeah. so that 15, revenue right? will be yeah. like $3 Hey, <laughs> yo! Just three dollars. Yo, that's say that's a one slice. Of those, those buddies. Yeah, that's yeah. Like zero one percent of this office. So. Yeah. There you go. Um, yo, she just did that math in her head. No, that's no, no, crazy. I mean, no, no. But she's, oh, she's an attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but what what is your mission? Um, in relation to kind of like, I don't want to say social justice because this point has like such like a yeah, muddy, yeah. dirty. There's so much but just there. like Don't put that on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, I won't. But just like How are you, going you know, to solve your missus, problems. Yeah, but just like your uh, personal. <laughs> well, this actually really corresponds. It, it, it like is transitioning from what we were just talking mm -hmm. about with social media. So when I was first starting out with photography, which I'm sure like anyone does when they're starting out a hobby, is you look at other people's work. Like mm -hmm. you, you know find your favorite artist, like look at the pages that are like feature pages. Mm -hmm. And so I was looking at pr portrait feature pages mm -hmm. and their accounts are, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't say their names, but um, they're just like, there's a ton of accounts that are feature pages that will like shout out certain artists and like show their photography. And I just noticed that they were all white. Like mm -hmm. they were a lot of, not only, not necessarily white photographers, but the models were always white mm -hmm. because of that, like, fast foodification we were right. talking about. They're white people are fast food of, of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that has we're, a bunch of, like, gonna I'm going to get canceled. We're going to get letters. <laughs> You're going to get letters. That's a good headline. Photographer says. <laughs> Photographer says. <laughs> um, no, it was just, like, all the, all the pictures of, like, you know, hot blonde girls in bikinis, like that kind of mm -hmm. thing. And I was, like... I don't know. I feel like there's an in-between between that and the kind of photography that really makes itself into, like, fashion magazines mm. and billboards, because I'm not going to be that. So, like, there's, like, this middle area, right, where at least I feel like there could be more people carving out room for people of color to mm. be featured, at least, on a platform where models and dancers who don't necessarily have the same ease of opportunity or physical, physical privilege to just, like, mm -hmm. pay for art school or modeling school... Right can find that way through social media. Mm. So I don't have a ton of followers, so I don't think I'm really, like, paving that much in the way for when I do work with models, but mm. at least I think it adds to their portfolio and it also mm. gives them experience because something I do when I work with models is I give them a lot of feedback, like, mm. while we're working together, and I don't know how much that actually really happens. Um, and I think that that's helpful. And also, for me, it exposes me to people who I wouldn't see or, or meet outside of work where, yeah. where I work is a lot of white people and a lot of Asian mm -hmm. people yeah. and so um, that's also like a you know personally part of my own self growth like why I do it yeah what's your actual job because if I, you don't mind me asking yeah yeah I work at Vimeo the video company no way you guys had like the same exact facial yeah. expression but I work yo, on the yo screw team. YouTube she could get a sim bro on Vimeo we could be <laughs> yeah, Vimeo stars we could be wait it's, the, it's, it's the office thing, like, like yeah I know yeah cause you know? like okay cause that's that's like very interesting cause it just seems like because I guess like the public perception I mean you guys probably know better than anybody else it's kind of like Vimeo it's kind of like Walmart brand mm. YouTube but mm -hmm. like cause the way I've seen it is just like where like you know professionals just like put up put up the, the demo reels yeah. Yeah. like why does, like, Vimeo's target demographic coming from somebody who works at Vimeo? Yeah. Okay, so 
not to get too in the weeds, because no, 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 you can't. Stuff. No, 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 you can't, because like okay. we could like make a clip out of it. Do do you think, girl? <laughs> do you think? Do you think? Um. So right now, there's like two really big areas of focus for Vimeo. One take is it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Destroy. <laughs> One is the original creative community, which it's always focused on. Like Vimeo is a 16 year old company, right? And so a lot of it's, is that old? It's Dude, old. I just I just like like a pair of like six, kind of like in the wave of just like we work and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, th- I mean, I think it, it really blew up honestly last year during the pandemic because mm-hmm. so many yeah. people started needing a video platform for like live stream capabilities right. and like ways to show their art to people who they weren't seeing anymore um but their target population is like you said like actual people who work people who actually work in video production Mm. um less vlogging like there's not like any of the vlogging or like outfit of the day that Mm -hmm. kind of thing and there's not influencer culture thank god yeah so (laughs) so so it is like less fast food yeah exactly yeah yeah i mean all the content there i'm someone who's like very aesthetically picky like Mm. just being a photographer and so even when i watch movies i really care about the cinematography and Mm -hmm. the production of that um and all the videos on vimeo like not to put a plug in for my own company but like i really i mean all of it all the stuff that we feature on like our staff picks page or the home page they're all super high quality um and so, yeah, they're everything from, like, music videos to, like, full-length, like, short short films to, like, full-length films. Mm-hmm. That's all on there, but it's a little bit more curated, I think. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, do you know, or, like, if you can share with us, what's kind of, like, Vimeo's game plan going into, you know, the rest of this year to, like, the future in terms of, like, competition against YouTube, Daily Motion, whatever, if you can yeah, share yeah. that stuff with us. Daily Motion is all a thing. I think so, yeah. I think generally, like, Vimeo isn't really trying to compete with YouTube mm-hmm. because YouTube is massive. Like, we're, I don't think we're really going to be able to steal the people who are vlogging and influencers on YouTube because that culture is unique to YouTube itself as a platform. Um, but Vimeo is, they're focusing more on their B2B, so it's like... Mm. Business is business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So working with companies like actual companies to help them develop things yeah. like high quality marketing content and in, like live streams that are actually like not super ugly and mm-hmm. like really hard to actually put on um and yeah and so they're just building a lot of like f- cool features and functionality with those things that can bring more companies the power of video that's really cool because i didn't know i didn't know vimeo have like office over i thought they were just like another silicon valley la mm. sort of like oh this? you mean well vimeo was built in new york i think really yeah oh. yeah so on our website it used to just say iheart new york when it was a pretty small company mm. really like, built with love in new york mm. oh. but now i think yeah i mean now we have offices around the world that's so cool i didn't that's again like i didn't even like did you know yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it about to ask her where she works specifically? Yeah. Well, no, you should check it out. Like, yeah. Vimeo, just, yeah, just go Tor? to Vimeo.com and just poke around. Yeah, can you get us? Oh, the door? <laughs> no, I don't no. have that power. <laughs> oh, shucks. But, yeah. no, no, but, I mean, you can have a free profile. So, like, mm-hmm. before this, before I had this job, I also had a free profile. And I didn't have any, even right now, the profile that I have doesn't really have, like, super extra functionality that gets you beyond, like, viewing content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel know. like I feel like yeah. this video is gonna do really, really bad. Why? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so you're just gonna strike it <laughs> down. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it but, just uh, can't be like uploaded. It's just yeah, like Vimeo exactly. in the like, cannot be played in your country. <laughs> in every country. <laughs> in every country. <laughs> like, how do but you, you could put it on Vimeo? Oh, true. Maybe Vimeo exclusive. Yeah, Vimeo exclusive. <laughs> like, how do you how do you feel like New York City has changed you as an artist? Ooh. Hmm, it's lots of, lots of thinking. Well, I mean, first of all, there's, like, so much opportunity here to work with different kinds of people. If I was, like, in the countryside, like, my parents live in Princeton. It's not the countryside, but it's the suburbs. Mm -hmm. I can't find people there. Like, I can't, and I also don't find, so it's two things. Like, the settings, like, the locations, like, like, New York is a total playground. I have so much at my disposal besides nature. Like, Mm -hmm. I just don't have nature. That's the only Mm -hmm. thing. But all, like, all the models are here. Like, they're all in New York or they're in L.A. Um, not that I even work with, like, top modeling agencies or anything like that, but there's a lot of people who are working to become models and are down to, like, collaborate mm-hmm. and brainstorm mm-hmm. and, I don't know, like, create things together. And yeah. so I think that that has been really cool. It's very free-flowing. Like, yeah. whenever I decide, okay, I should do a shoot this weekend, 
you can just like go and find someone on social media super easily and also just going to photography meetups like you meet a ton of people and you yeah. do learn from are, people are you uh, cause like I did even until you like mentioned it kind of like um, are you are you making money at all from your photography or is this something that you're doing for yourself and you don't necessarily need money and if you are making money off of it how do you suggest people you know other mm. you know fledgling you know photographers make make money off mm-hmm. of their like photography skills yeah um, so there was a year that I took off of work it wasn't at first I thought it was going to be two months and then it ended up being a year as I was like oh I'm kind of liking what I'm doing so let me just stay in this like phase of exploration Mm -hmm. and a big part of the exploration was like doing photography for money Mm. and for a while it was happening like jobs here and there with like product photography event photography wedding photography and I knew that I could do more and probably do that full time if I wanted to but it just totally sucked the joy and creativity around the kind of photography that I do because I think like again with the whole like building a story you don't build like your own story with event photography or wedding photography Mm. you're you're documenting things Mm -hmm. Um, and for me that just like wasn't as much fun Mm -hmm. so now sometimes I get like just people reaching out to do shoots for a certain budget and if I want to do it like I'll do it but Mm -hmm. it's nice to be I think released from the pressure of like relying on it for money at all because then I can just do like whatever I want but um with making money like in terms of advice for people looking out for jobs you should have a good website Mm. like these days you don't have insert squarespace ad here squarespace like seriously that's where my website is thanks to our sponsor (laughs) it's so it's so easy to make a website that looks pretty good and just have like a contact form you know Mm -hmm. like make sure the website looks good and then Make sure you have a social media presence. And also, if you are trying to find jobs through social media, like using certain hashtags. Like for me, the hashtag that has worked really be- really well is NYC photographer and Brooklyn photographer. Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> that's already written down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be somewhere here. But um, yeah, because that's how a lot of people have found me. Like that's how a lot of models have found me. Um, I recently was reached out to by an Australian dance company to do a shoot for their website and like their catalog. Cool. But but they're in Australia. Yeah, but they they're coming to the U.S. and like they're like opening. Um, All of Australia is coming to the yeah, U.S. Yeah, I guess they're opening a site for the U.S. and so they found me through that hashtag. That's so cool. Yeah. You know what's funny? Like just tying back to like the lots other of things. Podcast, funny, David. The other wanna, podcast, yeah. like uh, Valerie, like she she interviewed somebody who actually got like a gig from like a lore. Like oh the magazine yeah yeah just through Instagram oh wow yeah yeah the rules are broken like, and yeah I mean yeah. Instagram is like the LinkedIn of creatives you yeah. know yeah. And LinkedIn sucks. I hate using it. <laughs> but anyways, but, but, but anyways, you just yeah, like just like end of the podcast. Exactly. LinkedIn wow, sucks. We're just crushing yeah. all of these. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get shadow banned by everybody. See? Well, I we guess do. now would be a good time to kind of like end off the podcast because our room is telling us that it's time, to, us it's time to time go. pack up. But like, I mean, thank you so much for coming thank on. You guys it's like for so. Me. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let's this talk about the, Japan though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Once once the camera stops rolling. But like I don't know, it's it's like really cool talking with you. This is probably the most and our camera. Oh damn! <laughs> Dude, everything this is telling us. That's right. That okay, everything's telling us to stop. But yeah, thank you so, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having you know me. the podcast, and this has been uh, Christina Jung. Jung- <laughs> Jang, you got Jang. it. Jang, Christina Jang. I'm Daniel. David can shot. This has been David. Uh, see you in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.